The following podcast contains real reviews and the ridiculous reactions of two would-be oracles of the internet. The opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Seriously. I'll, uh, this is a real tickler. I got, I got a tickler just for you. I, we went from, I think, avoiding Seinfeld content to at least me, I am targeting Seinfeld content. Okay. If you're, if you're getting too, there's, these guys are going for Seinfeld too much. We can't, well, find another podcast because we love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a review from Amazon for Seinfeld Season 9 Collection. Uh, for those not to know, that is the final season. Yeah, that is. And a, a fantastic season of that. Uh, Richard Newbold would agree. They titled their review, and so we say goodbye. Oh. Richard writes, the final series of Seinfeld, the comedy is broader, more surreal, more oblivious, with Kramer and Newman to the fore, and a bigger budget for outside locations and physical comedy, and by any standards, delivers laughs aplenty. George becomes brackets even more obnoxious elaine becomes even more desperate jerry becomes even more jerry (laughs) nothing much is resolved though we have some backstory an ingenious though not particularly original episode the betrayal is told backwards the final scene being jerry moving into his apartment 12 years previously but hey ho we say goodbye to them and the wonderful supporting cast as the finale shows nobody ever learns any lessons and is out and proud of it. Favorite episodes are the outlandishly bizarre, the Merv Griffin show, uniquely <laughs> mostly set in Kramer's apartment, the burning with Elaine having problems with religion and George's new tactic to leave meetings after the first joke. The only thing that ever works <laughs> showcases the brilliant writing of the staff. So one to watch when you're in the mood for quote unquote, extreme Seinfeld. And wonder how perfect this nine series of comedy show really was. Five stars from Richard. He said it all, man. He, I mean, yeah, he nailed it. He nailed it. And usually you don't just include reviews we just blatantly agree with. Um, so I'd like to... <laughs> the, the comedy in this one, to me, what really hit me was, if you're in the mood to watch some extreme <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld, I wish that that was the only title... And this season, uh, Jerry takes up inline shredding, <laughs> gets a tattoo, uh, and starts to be extreme. J- George starts eating roaches. Uh, uh, Kramer sells drugs. <laughs> Kramer sells drugs, and it goes on a Buddhist fast. Um, Elaine becomes a-, a freedom fighter and a vigilante. This is extreme that, Seinfeld, that is extreme. baby. Extreme Seinfeld. With a capital X. Newman uh, Newman loses an eye. He gets an eye patch. <laughs> becomes a, it, it becomes actualized as a villain. And Monk's diner is just constantly on fire. <laughs> That's extreme. <laughs> but they still go. <laughs> the, everything's on fire except the waitress and their <laughs> one, the one booth they go to. <laughs> She's just smoking slightly. <laughs> a cigarette. Yes. 
You can you can smoke back in the, what is this nineteen ninety eight? You can still smoke in restaurants in the nineties. Oh, that, yes. That's extreme. Extremely gross. Or maybe this is uh you know how the X Men has like astonishing X Men, uncanny X Men, Ultimate mm-hmm. X Men, House of X. Yep. I think Seinfeld's gonna go for the same thing. Um <laughs> it's extreme Seinfeld. <laughs> I'd still watch. Oh, of course. We, we'd be the first ones tuning in. I've got here a review for White Sands National Park. Ever, ever been there? Do a lot of crackheads live there or something? <laughs> no, it's just a big uh, sandy place. Okay, it's sandy. I got it, I got it. I don't think I've been there. Me either. But it sounds lovely, especially according to Katrina W., courtesy of this Google Maps review. Katrina writes, One of the most amazing experiences in my life. You assume you'll just see a vast amount of sand, but it's so much more than that. What struck me when I left the car was the deafening silence. It was just so eerie and incredible that no one present at the parking site said anything for a long time, just to keep experiencing it. The views are stunning and the sand is indeed white. You can see the mountains in the background. And the fact that the A-bomb was tested not so far from here adds more thrill to the experience. Five stars. (laughs) No! (laughs) Oh, man. And it is right next to White Sands Missile Range. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, this lady's ready to get hopped up off some juice. Let's go. She's trying to... She's walking around with a Half-Life 2 radiation detector, like, huffing sand, trying to get turned into a superhero, trying to look like Bruce Banner and shit. She's, uh, yeah, she's ready to experience something. Holy shit. Oh. Hey, but, but USA, USA, nuclear, hey. nuclear sand all the way. They, they dropped some bombs here. <laughs> the sand. Cool. Cool, dude. Cool. Very thrilling. Hey, I, I I drove the Trail of Tears yesterday. What a view. What a view. <laughs> oh, God. What a great weekend with the wife. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm i just going through, you know, atrocities in my mind. Which one can I make a joke about and not feel too uncomfortable? Uh, hey, you ever heard, of, ever heard of Antietam? They got some great barbecue around there. <laughs> Went to Omaha Beach. I couldn't find a single steak there. I don't know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, where's the steaks on Omaha Beach? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. I visited the Pearl Harbor Monument last weekend. The best pork buns, dude. You've got to try them. I got a little sunburn, though. It is what it is. That I'm sure those reviews are out there, dude. We just gotta I'm find sure them. Sure, they are. <laughs> oh boy. I've got one I've been <laughs> sitting on for a while here. <laughs> it's funny because it's about a chair. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Just read the review. This please. is an Amazon review for the <laughs> GCI Outdoor Quick E Seat folding tripod field chair with backrest so it's one of those camping chairs it's It's just a camping chair camping chair but the key point of it is tripod okay this is a camping chair with 
three legs. I'm with you. I I can send you a picture if you would like a picture. No, I, I think I can. I can behind the scenes send you a picture if you would listen, like. Listen, take quickly. Let's pause. Please make a Microsoft Paint drawing. <laughs> send me that. That's line, what I want. Line, 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 line. Amazon customer titles their review five stars. If not for the numbing agent. <laughs> uh, I would see. This is. We always talk about wanting, not wanting webcams, uh, maybe webcams for some adjacent content. That would have been a good time for us to have a webcam recording because my jaw <laughs> dropped. Yeah, <laughs> there's some foreshadowing here. I don't I don't really, yeah, I don't want to know what's on the other end of that <laughs> tunnel. Amazon customer writes, I want to give this chair five stars because it is a sturdy little chair. It is perfect for what it claims, lightweight, portable, easy to use. What the description fails to advertise is how quickly your nuts go numb. I don't even have nuts, in, and they are numb within minutes. The chair probably would have been perfect if it was a four-leg chair and not three. Your crotch rides that third pole like a stripper needing a tip. I'd still recommend the chair if the reason for buying it is space-related. The support and construction are really good. Three stars. <laughs> Uh, so uh, by nuts, she is referring to loins, perhaps the general nads area where you're yeah, going, the, where the nads the, go, the yeah, the crotch adjacent areas, <laughs> uh, as sort of be are benumbed yes, by the, the placement of the third leg. Yeah, I don't trust it. The, do the other reviews confirm this? I think she might just be sitting on it wrong. I don't. I don't know why I don't trust her. I would hope someone would speak up in a meeting and go, "Oh, sir, uh, yeah, testers, we tested it out with the focus group. They all reported numb nuts when using this chair. That's right, numb nuts, <laughs> sir. Uh, you think it would sort of go well, back to the drawing board? I, I can search you know, uh, for reviews that mention nuts. <laughs> the internet's a wonderful place, isn't it? So th it's, but it is a small portable chair. Yeah, that's what it's got going for it. What it does not got going for it is it numbs your loins, and that's where. I, in my book, I guess that's worth taking off two stars. Yeah, yeah, two stars, one for each nut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you could use this to become powerful. You know, you're going to get in a fight later. And your assailant is a is a known kicker of nuts. You just spend a couple hours in this chair reading a little Dorian Gravy. You're practically Superman to this mofo. Okay, I've done a search. Somebody says, not for morbidly obese people. <laughs> Somebody else says, I'm going to purchase some form of cushion for the seat as my bum was a little sore after sitting all day. Okay, so we got some bum soreness. Uh, my fanny is still sore after using the seat Ouch. for a short photo session. Sore after prolonged use. Uh, so there's some soreness involved. There's some soreness. So the way this person was leaning was sort of vibing with this oh, chair. Oh my goodness! I'm so, I should have I should have read this person's whole review. I was just you know hi I highlighted the sores on the page, but Harold Long titles his review too small for heavyweights. 
Seat is too small for larger adults. It becomes very uncomfortable after half hour of sitting. Not enough weight bearing area creating several pressure points, including groin and inside thigh areas. Oof. All right. Yeah. So this is a problem. This is a problem product. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you. They're doing the world a service with these yeah. reviews. Yeah. That's what reviews are for. Yeah. It's like, you know, you don't want a laptop on your lap too long. It burns the little swimmers. You don't want a tripod chair on under ruse too long because it gets a little, you, just, uh, you, get, uh, you get some bruising. Yeah. You need a Dr. Scholl's like nut pad. <laughs> Does Dr. Scholl's Dr. Scholl's should get into the the nut cup. I would trust him to make a mean nut protector. I, I would I would the same. I want some purple mattress memory foam in my jock strap to protect my boys. <laughs> <laughs> From tripod chairs and other such assailants. Mm-hmm. I can't see a future without it really. Almost almost vacation planner-esque review of the Estatua Dianis del Mono. It's a it's a statue of a monkey with a bottle of beer. <laughs> oh, that's my guy. This is a Google Maps review from DJB. Donkey Kong. <laughs> and there's a monkey, so it works. Uh, oh yeah, we're we're monkeying on all cylinders here. Now, this is in Badalona, which is, for all intents and purposes, for people like us, Barcelona. So, Mediterranean. Beautiful. Very nice area. Is that in Sweden or something? Yeah, you got it. (laughs) DJB writes, Why go to Badalona? Badalona is Europe's cultural capital, with many spectacular monuments and buildings with 18th century Gothic architecture. Take a walk down the streets of Badalona, and it will feel like a pleasant dream you can very well remember when you wake up. Breathe the fresh ocean air, and feel like a newborn baby. You could spend years walking down the streets of Badalona. It surely never gets boring. Actually, it gets better from minute to minute. The typical Badalonian cuisine is definitely high above European standards. It offers a great variety from typical Mediterranean dishes to Nordic, Scandinavian food, and the local kebab shop can easily keep up with five-star Oriental cuisine. Badalona is the place to be. I camped maybe three months at Anis del Mono Monument, and it has changed everything. You can basically feel the energy of the mono flowing through your body. It enlightens your spirit in a spectacular way. Since I was at the Anis del Mono Monument of Badalona, nothing ever bad happened to me again. So I can definitely recommend this place. Badalona is life. Five stars. There is a lot to unpack here, <laughs> dude. Starting off with a with a zinger. Starting off with the the mist in the city. There's a certain mist, a hydration, a hydrative additive in the air that appears to be from the fountain of youth, transforming people into babies. Mm. You will be a fr- a newborn baby. I don't want to feel like a newborn baby. All covered in uh, God knows what. Swaddling cloths. Getting slapped in my ass to make sure I'm awake. I'm awake, doctor. You <laughs> Weren't you just there for the last 12 hours of the, that <laughs> shit show I just had to go through? Don't slap me. Almost literally. Uh, eh. No, I think literally they're turning people into babies. The the monkey statue combined with the... I, I With the kebabs. 
It's not ocean air. I'm going to... At the kebab shops, do they serve Fountain of Life drink? Fountain of Youth? They just sell, like, durian fruit, I imagine. Hey, well, during during your stay there, make sure you don't transform into a baby. (laughs) And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this person is camping at a drunk monkey statue? For three months. For three months? And it's it's at the at the front of a pier or back of a, it depends on which side of the pier you're standing on. It's at the land side of a pier is this monkey statue. Is it like a homeless person co- apartment complex around <laughs> this monkey statue? You, you camp under the pier maybe? I don't, you wait for loose change to rain down on you? <laughs> is this a monkey statue the patron saint of bums? <laughs> of baby I'm, bums? Probably. Harry, the air there is so sweet. It it makes you younger. I I saw my friend Freddie. He's a toddler now. So uh, yeah, you know when you got that kind of juice and you get the the change raining down on you, you don't even gotta work. You just sleep under the pier. Always be young and spry. Got get free money. Just watch out for high tide. Yeah, the, <laughs> the sea babies will wash away. <laughs> yeah, my friend got hit by high tide. All that's left of him was he was a little sperm. That's uh, that's like the opposite of uh, uh oh, uh oh, Greek mythology. Athena sprang from Zeus's head. Who's the one that he, 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 he went into the sea foam? Was that Aphrodite? Uh, all I remember is Zeus be turning into piss and going through <laughs> grates to have sex with the ladies. He went to great lengths to, to, to have sex with ladies. This guy turned into piss, dripped into this lady's bedroom. <laughs> And then turned into Zeus, and she was like, let's let's throw down, big dog. He's like, yeah, I don't know if you're ready for that. What were we? The who sprang from Zeus' sea foam? Sea foam, yeah. He, he's got in the hot tub and foamed it up? <laughs> foamed it up and made Aphrodite. Okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. Something, there's something about castrating? Oh, my God. We don't need to. Yeah, somebody like somebody thwacked, somebody nutted Zeus. They 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 took their knuckles and they just like whap. No, I think Zeus him. nutted. Um, he asserts that Aphrodite is the celestial Aphrodite, born from the sea foam after Cronus castrated Uranus, and the older of the two goddesses. Okay, so it wasn't even was Zeus not even involved in? No, Zeus, Aphrodite is Zeus's wife. No, they're not. No, that's they Hera. just hang out. Hera. Aphrodite and Zeus just be hanging. Are they brother and sisters? Oh, yeah. Parents, Zeus and Dione. So someone, I think she wanted to have one of those natural births. She went in the water, got foamy. The hair, uh, Aphrodite is doing backflips out of the foam, onto the beach. And that's why bums can sleep under monkey statues. Yes. Good, good save. I don't know, it doesn't sound like the worst life. It really doesn't. Mediterranean climate, Mediterranean cuisine, the diet, you you could probably actually live well under a pier. If I could eat kebabs every meal of the day, I'd sleep under a monkey statue, <laughs> pier. Same. How could you it not? Wouldn't have to be a monkey, it could be any animal, I'd sleep under it. Oh, watching, watching the surf ninjas out on the surf every day. Mm-hmm. Those are just the manly surf ninjas. 
these are rotten because it's for the movie. Well, it's it's a double pack of both of the Ewoks movies. I don't know how oh many people boy. are actually familiar with this. Oh, the the like eighties cartoons ones. No, not the cartoons. These were live action. Live action pseudo made for tv yeah films. like this really 70s yes it looks like fucking a soap like an old soap opera like that kind was the of. camera quality yeah uh the two movies were caravan of courage and battle for endor those movies came out in the 80s those looked dated in the 80s how bad did those movies look low budget made for tv what can i say made for tv huh Man, Lucas was really Lucas needed a, a new yacht or something. I I need a new pair of shoes right now. I'm busting a shoelace. I'm busting a shoe. He you you nailed it because he's nerdy, but also disgruntled. He's not quite full like Ben Stein or something, but right. He is kind of a nerdy little man. I anyway, I think the reviews I actually collected were for the second movie, Battle for Endor. Nice, uh, that one sounds cooler, at least. The first movie, a short synopsis, is this family crash lands on, on the forest moon, and the these two siblings' parents get captured. So with the help of the Ewoks, they need to get their family back. The second movie, <laughs> I think I'll let some of the reviews uh, clue you in <laughs> on what happens. But these are some short reviews, so we can just sort of sort of rapid-fire them. Simon F. writes, this, quote, movie is so bad <laughs> that it's no wonder no critic has dared to review it in 34 years aubrey miller makes jake lloyd look like alec guinness i'm guessing he's commenting on the little girl <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> little girl getting <laughs> booned by this man I'm, she's an adult woman by now yes uh so man i know jake lloyd's bad the only time jake lloyd was a good actor was in jingle all the way the only way Jake Lloyd's a good actor is that he shares the same last name with Christopher Lloyd. That's the closest he gets. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but to say he looks like Alec Guinness compared to this little girl, a little harsh. A little harsh. Uh, She's just a child. <laughs> any, anyway, as a palate cleanser, that, sorry, that was one star if I didn't say. Uh, I think it was obvious, unfortunately. Christopher M. writes, the only good thing about this film are some of the promotional images that make it look like a World War II film. That's it. Yeah, I'm looking at a, uh, oh, how many stars? One star. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm looking at a, I think it's like a VHS copy cover. Mm -hmm. It looks sick. If I just saw this, it looks fucking cool, dude. I'll, I'll describe it as soon as I send it over to match you. Um, it's, it's a very Star Wars-y where the main characters are, like, lined up in the front and in, Ugh. like, in the back in the, in the stars, like, there's giant figures of the evil guys with, like, starfires flying around and, like, they got the little, the little mount, they got the ugly, I don't know, they, the, the thing that gets me about this in the cartoon is, like, why they had to do the Ewok variants, like, right. the Ewoks that, like, are Ewok cousins, they aren't quite just little teddy bears like all the yeah. other ones. You've got the little speed, the speed monkey, I think is what is he's referred to as. Yeah, there's, like, gangly ones, there's, like, it's, I guess, you know, from a selling toys perspective is probably what they're looking at it from. Good but. call. Uh, as long as we're commenting on the Ewoks, I'll go to Shane D's review. 
The second of the two Ewoks films are by far the weakest. However, it does have some notable things. For better or worse, Wilford Brimley's presence make this <laughs> makes this a hell of a lot more heartwarming than the first. Wicket now speaks fluent English, which is just odd. No, even <laughs> that's weird, dude. Just give him subtitles. I, I'll just stop reading there. Two stars. <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad. Uh, they made they made Wicket talk. Yeah, I don't remember they gave that him a aspect last name of it, too, dude. Wicket W. Warwick. That's is that just the actor's name? It's because it's Warwick. Wicked Wistry Warwick is a fictional character from the Star Wars franchise. I mean, I get it's cool that it's it's Warwick attributed Davis. Warwick yeah. Davis, the the wonderful actor who's betrayed him forever. And actually, I just watched watched Solo last night, proving that I'm a big <laughs> Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a cool cameo in that as one of the Freedom Fighters. It's been a while since I've seen it. Anyway, I'm going to end with this one review that really brings the cat out of the bag on this movie. Uh, Ken S. writes, Personally, I found this made-for-TV Ewok movie to be actually better than the first. I mean, neither is particularly good, but this one at least had more fun, a little bit more action, and some fun new characters and villains, which the first one severely lacked. The first was dull throughout. This one was a tad more fun. They kill off most of the family from the first movie early yeah! on, and, and leave cool. only leave only the little girl alive, which yeah! is always <laughs> always good for a family TV special. <laughs> it's truly hilarious to start off a movie aimed at little children with the death of an entire family. Sleep tight, kids. The best part, though, is this movie stars Wilfred Brimley, which is totally awesome. Again, I wouldn't recommend either of these Ewok movies unless you're a diehard Star Wars fan or like Weird Strange Things. I found them interesting, but nothing too special. Two and a half stars. And yeah, it's, it's like Wilford Brimley just lives in the woods with a, with a, a speed monkey Ewok thing. Uh, what, he's uh, just there. He's just doing coke with this weird gangly Ewok he's out in the woods. Doing his Wilford Brimley. Um, <laughs> I'm Wilford Brimley. Oh, man. That's, I want to live out in the woods with Wilford Brimley, having mustaches together, doing coke, you know? <laughs> Sounds like a good existence, but I, <laughs> hey, while you were reading those reviews, I thought of a good bit. So yes. what if, the, for the third movie, they're like, hmm, how do we, you know, no one's going to watch this garbage. We've already revealed that this is sort of a embarrassment to the Star Wars franchise, uh-huh. and obviously just a money raker, but we, so we got to put them in the seats. You know, we got to get put people in front of that silver screen. And uh, so they're going to do a collab with uh, Mr. Miyagi himself. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be Karate Kid X. <laughs> X-I? No, Karate Kid X. Oh. Uh, Ewoks. I see. Uh, what, what, I don't, I'm not sure what they'd call it. Uh, the Return of Cobra Kai. I like that. You know, if they got they got Wilfred Brimley money, I think they definitely got Pat Moriota money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even if both of them are dead. Yeah. Well, this is still in the late 80s in this sort okay. of alternate okay. third yeah, Ewok okay. universe I'm creating. Yeah. Pat's going to do anything. He was on Happy Days. He'll do anything. Right. Pat's looking for a paycheck. Nothing but respect for Pat Moriota, but... The dude, the dude is uh, got green on the mind. If you know what I'm saying. 
So in, in the climactic scene of the movie, one of the climactic scenes, he's teaching the the young hero how to uh, <laughs> how to do Ewok kung fu. Okay. And he's like, I, I, I don't get it. This this doesn't make any sense. I'm, this isn't helping me at all. And he, he says, shh, shh, listen. Ewok on. Ewok off. You know, it's like a wax on, wax off. Yeah, sort of yeah. There's a little Yoda vibe in there. A little, little master training. Yeah. That was the big uh, punchline I was building to. So you not laughing in that moment was <laughs> was was horrible for me. I was just thinking that if as long as we're combining universes, Wilford Brimley could be the Wilford Brimley from the Thing, and it turns out he's the Thing and not Wilford Brimley. And then we get a, a late Kurt Russell has to show up. Yep, a late game Harrison Ford cameo. He's very obvious from his performance. He doesn't want to be there. He just walks in, like, nonchalantly shoots Wilford Brimley thing with a laser gun and walks away. That's all they could get him to do. It's almost like they took the same stock footage from Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They just, you know. No, I picture him. He didn't even get full costume. He's got jeans and a t-shirt on, and he just threw the vest over it. The solo vest. (laughs) I'd still watch. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbuddy.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to yet another somewhat impromptu and as yet unnamed segment but guess what it's got an animal in it (laughs) uh i was recently sent uh, through instagram uh, a post from our dear friend and podcast contributor chris brucher aka disclaimer voice Hi, Chris. Thanks, Chris. It was a, a a carousel as they're called on instagram so it features two images the first one is a, a screenshot from Facebook or something, and and Fat Nasty Part 3, a.k.a. at Feel X Pain, says, I fucking love Facebook. And the image <laughs> attached is Raven Jones saying, 140-836-31690. Call this Buffalo Wild Wings and ask for just beans. They get so mad. And then the next image in in the carousel is Nick Bright's review. Cursed at me and hung up on me repeatedly and suggested I was calling for beans? I wanted fried pickles and wings. Thanks anyway, jerks. 
one star. Someone, <laughs> someone like got twelve calls in a row asking about beans, and <laughs> they just picked up the phone and said, "We got every fucking beans." <laughs> and <hung> yeah. <laughs> uh, so immediately after this, after that was sent to me, I went to Yelp. As you do for your for your restaurant reviews, mm-hmm. if you want, you know the good the good deals. You go straight to the source. And on Yelp, there was a banner: "Unusual activity alert." <laughs> this business recently received increased public attention, which often means people come to this page to post their views on the news. Unusual activity banner. You should read as something fucking awesome just happened. <laughs> Something's the, going on. That is uh, the crater left by the internet bomb. <laughs> Yeah. Going off. However, when I went to look at the reviews, the only one that I could find, or maybe I didn't look thoroughly enough, but there was only one review, a recent review, from Noah K., who wrote, There were no beans available when I called and asked for just beans. It shouldn't be that hard to just get beans. One star. Uh, and I thought, well, that's that's interesting. And maybe I was going to, I don't know, talk about this. mm and, and just an episode intro. However, I decided to dig into this further and found the TripAdvisor page for this Buffalo Wild Wings in San Jose, California. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm just going to just going to lightning round this. Oh, give it to me. Greasy Bastard, who, who by the way, only has one review. Very, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing all of these people only have one review, which is probably this one. Greasy Bastard titles his review, Beans. <laughs> the beans were not acquired properly, which means Congo Village, no get bean. All I ever wanted was bean. One star. Mast M titles their review, went in, all I wanted was beans. The person <laughs> behind the counter got visibly upset and made me leave. All I did was ask if they had beans. One star. Summer B962 titles their review, Toes. Yo, y'all got beans? I called several times asking for beans, but then they hang up. I am confused. I just want beans. I need bean for village. Two stars. Cancer Beaner, Lord, titles their reviews. The Lord was my my addition. Uh, Titles their review, Beans. I asked... I asked for beans, my favorite food, and they hung up. I have chemo, and beans are the only thing making me happy in my miserable life. <laughs> Sometimes I like to pour beans on my head and pretend I have hair. Oh. Awful stuff here. Man. Beans, 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 Titus their view. Where to, f- where to F, the beans at. Uh, it just keeps going on and on. So I think Yelp, that's what the Yelp page used to look like. And then the Yelp police, yes. who we know well, came in and came in, uh, mopped up, did some did some thought policing, some information yeah. policing. That, that was on the second page. I didn't even, there's a whole first page of beans. You, I called for a workplace to get together when the first thing the employee said was, you better not be asking for goddamn beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i i like that the power of people and the internet is it can't be understated in one instance reviewparty.com that didn't used to mean a gosh darn thing and now it does and i know it makes me happy right but also beans and buffalo wild wings didn't used to mean a thing <laughs> and now it's ruining the lives of people who work at the buffalo wild wings <laughs> san jose 
I, I, you think anyone quit over the beans? You think um, anyone was like, I am done listening to these freak shows. Ask about beans. I just can't take one more call and walked. M beans, though. Man, I asked for some damn beans. The guy told me to eat bird shit and die. <laughs> uh, like, these employees rule. This is like warfare. Psychological yeah. warfare being waged. They are fighting back, which I am all for. Hell yeah. Fight fire with fight beans with beans, dude. <laughs> uh, so that's Buffalo Wild Wings and Beans. That's the name of the segment. Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> and Beans. That's actually a great segment name. I think maybe one of our best. I have a wholesome review for Mamasan. Okay. This is for the original Tamagotchi Sky Color version. This review was written by Kimberly. She titles it, This will never be the same as the 90s versions. These are not original Tamagotchi as the back of it first off says 2017, which I don't understand. It's probably very hard to find something that was made back in 1996 or 1997 in large quantities. I take very good care of these things. This is now my second return, hoping that Generation 2 would have forever been it will go not to the go past. Three years of age with full health. Qualities. Full food, fully happy, full maintained. These are defective. They are not like they used to be back in the 90s. That's the end of the first sentence. Therefore, they should not be advertised like they were original Tamagotchi from 1996 and 1997 because these are definitely not. Yes, maybe they look like it, but they are definitely not programmed the same. Very, very disappointed one star. Whoa, this this person's like got the Carfax on it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah her her tamagotchi came with the carfax history report which has been uh, fed it's been tended to it's been great this this is a used tamagotchi this was someone someone else's tamagotchi and uh, she's kind of weirded out by that this one's a lemon <laughs> why why might tamagotchi be looking like a lemon i wanted to look more like a uh sort of a bunny rabbit severed cartoon head this is kind of strange, though. Even if it was a virtual pet, do you want somebody else's virtual pet? No. They don't have feelings, so I definitely <laughs> want them, all their artificial feelings, to be for only me. That's what you're getting out of having a virtual pet. Yeah, you get to claim full ownership. Yeah, that's yours. No if fans are butt cheeks about it. When it, You got a dancing little eight-bit bunny rabbit. Who's full of food? You want you to be providing that food. I guess I can really relate to this. But uh, even though she cannot fathom the fact of a re-release. I just think I'd get jealous. So who else has been feeding you, bunny rabbit? (laughs) Who else has cleaned up your little dung biles? Am I as good as as the previous owner? And if you find out it's your big sister or big brother, Ah! anger. Anger. Smashed Tamagotchi. <laughs> and you can't just Hot. throw... I don't think you can throw this little sucker against the wall and smash it. No, Not you drop drywall. a rock on it. Yeah, you go outside and re- perform some sort of sick warlock ritual <laughs> to smash it in a million pieces with a, a rock in a blood rage. <laughs> Tears burning down your, your red cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> As your little bunny rabbit 
Dance is its last dance. Poop's its last poop. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Uh, this time we got she's dead forever. Dead. Dead to me. <laughs> You're, you don't feel remorse. After you see its digital blood on your hands, it only it only uh, strengthens your conviction, huh? Yes, my resolve. <laughs> Vindicated at last. Oh, man. And then you go buy yourself a Digimon. <laughs> That's growing up, folks. That's just growing up, isn't it? I guess this is growing up. <laughs> this is a review for Party City. Uh, in my oh, hometown. We already know it's going to be a negative review. I imagine that uh, website has no good reviews for that <laughs> establishment. Let me let me try and compose myself. This is a short one, but it's I, well. I feel like we'll have some stuff to say. Okay. Karen Karen Hawkins Camper writes: Great for buying babies. Here they are being cleaned in mouthwash, and attached is the picture I'm sending to you now. Uh, oh, five stars also, by the way. It looks like a. It is uh, f- to describe the picture. It is a drinking glass. Filled with that liquid. Green a gr- mouthwash. Green mouthwash. With, it's very foamy on top. And it is filled with small plastic babies. And these babies, it looks like a, a, a one of those giant test tubes. You would, like, a form, the aforementioned Luke Skywalker tube. <laughs> or you walk into, there's the hero of the sci-fi story is on a, a foreign spaceship and they walk into the lab and it's filled with creatures in Clothes. green liquid tubes. Yeah. And one of them is just filled with a hundred babies floating and crawling around and screaming and clawing at the glasses of protagonist goes by. <laughs> and he has to decide, do I kill them because they can't be set free? No, these, these those are monsters being created. Who knows what the listerine, the yeah, what sort of abominations or the listerine babies will become? Maybe they already, maybe they just are not even babies. They're just supposed to look like babies to get our guard down, uh. and then they, they, their teeth, their mouth unzips, <laughs> <laughs> like teeth. And they just okay. start coming at you. I've, I've, we've talked about Resident Evil. Yes, I don't trust yes. babies no more. Uh, everything you just said was scary. However, it's not as scary <laughs> just as this picture. I'm <laughs> <laughs> wondering what is she doing with a Listerine cup full of plastic babies? Cleaning them. <laughs> what for? I got that much. She's sterilizing these babies, but why? We clean the babies. We need to clean the baby. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't think these these babies are used for innocent play? Oh yeah, this is this is a baby shower. You're gonna put each one in a cupcake. That's not how baby showers work. Oh, you put you put a baby in a king cake. Yeah, but it's just one, and the king cake comes with the baby inside. Why she wanted she have- everyone to get a king cake baby, and she, you know, you don't just order the the baby without cleaning it. That's not nice to your dad, <laughs> your guests. You don't know what kind of chemicals are on there. <laughs> you throw one of those little babies in the fire. The the. <laughs> 
fire out change colors. No, you put them in Listerine so they're sterile for the cupcakes. Even if that is the case, if they're cupcake toppers, is Listerine the go-to thing you would clean them in? Is that... Listerine, listen, the, the potential of Listerine usages is totally untapped by mankind. <laughs> the potential of Listerine, uh, the potential applications of Listerine are endless. And I am proud to gaze upon this, this sci-fi creation. Uh, it makes me think, it makes me so proud of human ingenuity <laughs> to see these babies being cleaned. And what is usually for teeth. Yeah. Even if it's for some sick baby necklace she's making making a minty. necklace of, out of baby parts minty baby plastic minty baby parts she puts one in her mouth every now and then she so maybe she just likes to suck the babies stop <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i know i indulged a bit but no <laughs> this is too weird this is just too weird <laughs>